This is Not Your Average Bucket List by Only In Your State, a podcast about exploring the hidden gems right in your own backyard. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Not Your Average Bucket List by Only In Your State. This season, we're talking about local lore and legends. Last season, we covered small town getaways. Uh, We're talking about some creepy stuff this season. I'm here with Sarah, who's a co-host of the podcast. Hi, Sarah. Hey, Marissa. So let's just launch right in here. We're talking about Nevada. Do you believe in UFOs? Oh, right out the gate. Not even. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I see how it is. Uh, Yeah, uh, that's a good question. So I guess first, first answer, yes, but not necessarily committing to extraterrestrial life. I lean into the, yeah, there's a probably a lot of <clears throat> stuff happening that we aren't aware of, spy planes, you know, weather balloons, um, and all those things, but yes and no. How about you? Like, how do you feel about it? Okay. Um, I, it's, yeah, same. Yes and no. It would be cool to think that there are other life forms out there and they come in these tiny little uh silver spaceships and (laughs) that would be great i i'm not sure that i'm buying into that as like a thing you know like i do believe in um there's got to be other things out there you know in the universe and definitely unidentified flying objects period in the sky like that is also a thing do they go hand in hand i don't know yeah. I mean, as far as aliens go, it's a numbers game, right? Like there ha- just by sheer probability there has to be. But yeah, as for I mean, and this is speaking as someone who is obsessed with like the X-Files and Dana Scully and Mulder, like I was like, "Yes, this is I want to believe. Absolutely. Let's get going." Um and but I also there's that other part of me where I'm sort of intrigued and fascinated with the topic, but I'm a bit of a skeptic. And yeah. I can talk myself three ways in and out of the conversation, and I probably will throughout this podcast. So, um, <laughs> right. yeah, I, I don't know. All that I hear, all that I know is that I don't know everything. So I can take comfort in that, right? So yeah, I mean, I do also think there's something fun about not knowing, wanting to believe, especially yes. when it comes to places like Nevada, because. There are so many opportunities to indulge in alien-themed things. Oh, my gosh. Like, it makes it fun just to be a part of that, whether or not you even believe in, you know, extraterrestrials. I will say that Nevada is one of the most delightfully weird and, dare say it, alien places in the United States. Just And if you haven't spent time driving through Nevada – you need to to kind of get a feel for what we're talking about because no matter what time of day it is or night or whatever, you feel isolated and like on an alien planet. Um, and fun fact I just learned is that in the middle of the Nevada desert, I think it's near Tonopah, is the furthest you can get away from a McDonald's, 120 miles. So if you you don't like them golden arches, go to the middle of Nevada and (laughs) you'll be fine. (laughs) So is that like an alien thing? Do aliens not like McDonald's? (laughs) Do they just have better fast food? No, that's just the quality of tidbits I'm throwing in today. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you want to go to get away from McDonald's? (laughs) Nevada. 
That's great. The more it's going to be in a Google search soon. Oh, absolutely. So have you been to Nevada? Have you done any like explore? Okay, cool. What was your experience yes. like? So, uh, so I've driven across Nevada a few different times. And so whether I'm like going to Vegas or going cross country and I spent some time, well, I guess more so just like on those big stretches and you know how you go through and you see like all of these like advertised signs for like the little gift shops and, um, maybe it's not Nevada, Nevada, but there's a stretch of highway where they keep advertising the thing, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar. Mm, it's like coming yes. up in a hundred miles. It's the thing. And it's just like this little gas station with something in the back with like a gift shop. So I don't think necessarily that, but yeah, I spent a lot of time like going to like the Nevada. Yeah. I don't know, like the extraterrestrial highway and just driving down, even if I didn't spot anything. Um, how about you? I know you've tra obviously traveled across the country quite a bit. Have you spent much time there? Yeah, I did try and do all the alien things there. Um, I, it was It's just a very fascinating... First of all, I think also growing up on the East Coast, Nevada, you don't... When you think about it, it's either Las Vegas, Reno, aliens. Kind <laughs> of like that was my yeah. understanding of it. It's mm -hmm. just that. So um, I've obviously been to Vegas. And I just... Yeah, it's fascinating to me how... It's like an alien culture there. It's not yes. just, you know, like some of it, yeah, like you were saying, the gas stations, the gift shops, they have, you know, tchotchkes and you can buy an alien mask and, right. you know, have, have a good time. But there are a lot of just people that believe in this alien culture so much or have had their own personal experiences and are just drawn to Nevada. And it's not just aliens either because we could – we could talk about Nevada for an entire podcast because even in just prepping for today's episode, I came across so many great urban legends and myths. So like the corpses in the Hoover Dam, um, the abandoned mm. town of Riley, the, uh, the water babies of Pyramid Lake and only in your state at on the site, we've covered so many of these spots and just like the weird places you can go, whether it's like the extraterrestrial like road trip going through Nevada or like a UFO sighting tour to where you can like go to where all these like popular <clears throat> sightings have been. So yeah, Area 51 and aliens aside, there's a lot going on. Um, yeah. So I was just going to segue into Area 51 because that is a big, uh, I do feel like that's also another thing where do you believe in it? Do you not believe in it? Do you think it's more military and it's just kind of grown into this, you know, folklore of a, a place that, you know, people have created into something that it's mm -hmm. not? Well, it's one of those things where I absolutely believe there are military bases and silos and all these things scattered over the country. So, you know, the, the history goes that in what the fifties Eisenhower developed this like aircraft program and they were using area 51 to like monitor and build these, you know, <clears throat> special ships. I mean, I saw, according to Business Insider, in 1954, he, Eisenhower authorized the development of um, this recon aircraft that was dubbed like Project Aquatone. So maybe like stealth bombers, whatever they were. And so I, I do think that it was a place. But as for what is in there, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm not 
as much of a conspiracy theorist as I used to be, but I absolutely mm. know there are things that they don't tell us that they're developing or that they keep there. Right. You know, it's, I mean, I'm not privy to any of that. So do you feel like yeah, it's more a- of a military or more paranormal scenario? I think it's probably more military, you know, just I I feel like it's one of those places where you need such a high level of clearance to get into that people immediately are skeptical and they're like, okay, what are you guys hiding in there? And then it just, you know, like stories develop and things happen and then, and then, yeah, all of a sudden they're hiding a, an alien spaceship, which like, look, that could be cool if they are, yeah. that would be neat. Um, yep. Is it, is it probable, you know, the, the logic in my brain right now is like, no, dude, there are no aliens in Area 51. It's probably just like, you know, right. some old uh, machinery and that's pretty much it. But I, I don't know. It, it's cool to think that. I, I definitely think things like that exist for sure, like what you're saying. Obviously, we don't know ev- everything that the government is doing. And um, I just don't know if that would be like the place where they would keep things. I don't know. Like talking in our last episode where about Mount Rushmore and that secret vault behind Abraham Lincoln's head. It's like, I had no idea that even existed. Right. So, I mean, there probably are cooler places, I guess, to store an alien spaceship in the country. (laughs) Right. Look, the fact that we had all our important documents maybe planned to be shoved inside a mountainside. (laughs) Yeah. That's, it's fair that maybe, Maybe they are just like dumping a bunch of, you know, alien bodies and stuff in Area 51. But I do think it's a it's a fun mix to so military history and this sort of like mass hysteria. So if people were spotting UFOs around the 50s when they were testing like some of these bombers or certain kinds of artillery, then, yeah, absolutely. It's going to grow into this sort of societal urban myth of like, yeah, there's something at Area 51. We don't know what it is. Mm. And even to this day, what like in 2019 or 2020 people rushing area 51 for whatever reason um you weren't there were you i didn't want to insult you if you were (laughs) storming the gate (laughs) no that was not me okay but um you made a really good point because if they're testing these planes and let's say they just happen to be testing a like flying saucer-esque type plane in the 1950s and you've never seen anything like that before yeah, maybe that like immediately, you know, you're going to think, OK, that's really weird versus, oh, they're just testing military. Because I wonder in that time when they were at Area 51, did everybody in the surrounding parts of the state know what was going on? Or it was really just like a top secret thing until later people found out. I mean, I I would wager the latter. Like, you know, if the Air Force is testing these specialized aircraft mm-hmm. and that's in the 50s whenever the, you know, the 24-hour news cycle hasn't even been invented yet. So I think mm-hmm. what you're getting, you know, in papers and from word of mouth, like, yeah, it's going to be something where people don't know what's happening and they're just taking guesses. I mean, it's even from a part of history whenever <clears throat> there's been, there was like a lot of, you know, testing of crazy level ordnance. So like doing the nuclear tests in the middle of the deserts and like the Trinity right. uh, bomb test site, like it just seems that there's probably so much going on and it led to the sort of like this big myth and story around it. But yeah, it's, it's also the kind of thing too, though, even to this day, if you look up in the sky and you see something in sky, 
is flying probably your scheme is going to be like okay that's an aircraft of some sort that i know helicopter airplane whatever but as soon as we see something that's not fitting in those like little check boxes like oh i don't see wings of a plane i don't see a blade immediately we're going to jump to like oh my gosh is it a ufo is it a, a spy satellite or something um it's just that curiosity and almost anxious paranoia i feel like a lot of the human race has that you know, you're going to jump to conclusions and sometimes really fun ones too. <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah. Um, so uh, have you ever had any sort of UFO sighting? Uh, no, um, I don't think so. I've seen things in the sky that I don't know what they are, but, you know, it's also just as likely like the ISS passing overhead, which if you've ever seen that is very fast and you can spot it basically with your bare eye and it just looks like a slow moving shooting star, but going quickly enough to where mm. it's like passing overhead. So not really, but I used to be obsessed with like looking up, you know, some of the UFO sightings. Um, there was one above New Jersey in 2001. Are you familiar with that? Like, no. So it's I was researching some popular and more recent UFO sightings and the lights above the New Jersey Turnpike in 2001. There was like a I think a V-shaped. Um, uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, not structure. Oh, you know, whenever all the planes are up in the sky formation, a V-shaped formation mm, um, of okay. lights going through the sky over the highway. Um, there's also the an, a recent sighting from O'Hare Airport in Chicago. And that was in 2006. Um, in 2015, the uh, there's been released like three different videos from the government of fighter pilots recording things flying past planes. And that's just yeah. been released of like, hey, we don't know what this is. Here you go. You can find it on YouTube um, from the Stars Academy of Arts and Science posted some videos. And it's just, you don't know what it is. It's moving really fast. And the pilots don't know what it is. So it's kind of... Mm a fun thing to kind of research because you know a freaky but to you know it, the more you know the more you learn um yeah those videos are pretty cool like just watching and like listening to the the pilot's reactions mm -hmm. um you know because i can imagine you're up in the air you see something you've never seen before it's going really fast uh it's, and and the one the video that i watched wasn't the radar wasn't picking it up yes um and it's it's wild to me that we're in a time in history where the government has flat out said, like, yeah, we have a department for this. <laughs> we're looking right. at it. <laughs> like, OK, well, you're dedicating taxpayer money to this. So apparently it's not just a bunch of conspiracy theorists like us looking up stuff on right. YouTube. <clears throat> no, that's true. That's a good point. Um, so in terms of because I found a couple of really cool stories on Only in Your State about urban legends in Nevada that have nothing to do with UFOs or aliens. Mm -hmm. um, but really cool, um, like hauntings. I don't want to say cool because this is kind of a really sad story that I'm about to share. <laughs> this is sweet. Listen. Right. Yeah, no. Um, but it's the most haunted place in Nevada. This is what they say, basically. Um, that this place is just like teeming with paranormal activity because something tragic happened here, which is kind of just the basis of all scary tales, right? right? Something tragic yep. happens. 
This one surprisingly doesn't have to do with any sort of like failed relationship or love lost or anything <laughs> like that. But okay. um, it's, it involves a, a haunted mine, which for anybody that knows Nevada, the Silver State, huge mining state back in the day. Um, and there was this one mine called the Yellow Jacket Mine. It's in Gold Hill, Nevada. Mm-hmm. And in April of 1869, a huge fire broke out. Uh, at 800 feet down into the mine. And if anybody knows anything about mining, that is, those are not good conditions for a fire because it will spread yeah. like crazy. Yeah. And it did. And the timbers collapsed, neighboring mines were engulfed, and unfortunately 35 miners died that day, which surprisingly was not a high, as high as it could have been because the fire broke out during a ship change. Oh, wow. So yeah. thankfully, it wasn't as bad as it could be. But 35 miners did die. And uh, the the fire took days to put out. And it was just yeah. a, like this huge catastrophe in the town. And some people were speculating as to how the fire broke out. Somebody said that uh, a lantern was unattended. Somebody else said that uh, it was a man who wanted to crash the silver market and basically started the fire. So Jeez. nothing was confirmed. I know. Mining in and of itself is terrifying. The fact that so much of our history, so many people have just w- maybe not willingly, but, you know, because of job availability and poverty levels. But going down to this, like, extremely dangerous, flammable, low auction could be collapses. Like, that's wild to me. Yeah, same. I, I don't think I could ever. I, I'm, it's just like I'm very claustrophobic, too, I think. Like, mm-hmm. that's something I'm realizing late in life that. <laughs> you know, could I really be working in like a tunnel? No, I don't. Think well, I and could. imagine not only that, but people do it for fun. So, like cave divers and like literally going into underwater caves and not being mm. able to see people are just that is not my speed. Um, no. <laughs> and I don't understand how you get to that point. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's there's a lot of speaking of you know hauntings and things in Nevada that aren't alien related yet. <clears throat> Uh, the corpses of the Hoover Dam, like the, the just like the feat of engineering that it is, is, you know, that just that the sheer scale is wild. But then just how many tragedies and deaths occurred. And the fact that I think maybe I'm talking out of, I, you know, I don't know if this is how accurate this is, but uh, the fact that I think starts parts of the Hoover mine are still not set to this day, like in the foundation, like the actual concrete. What? Okay, maybe I made that up. I fact check that, uh, producer. <laughs> Let's we'll follow up. But I swear, wow. I swear there was like parts of it that were still curing, like the actual concrete. But maybe not. We'll we'll, we'll check into that. Holy moly, that would be wild. Honestly, I will say that uh, if you want to see be able to see some things in Nevada. Like if you're thinking about the like creepy, you know, legends bucket list there, like I think that mining town, you can still visit that, that ghost town. You can obviously visit yeah. the dam. Um, we, ha- you can go along the extraterrestrial highway and stop at all of these different, like little, uh, like gift shops and strange things. There's actually a, uh, a UFO and alien themed road trip on only in where we take you, from Las Vegas and you go into a loop that you can hit all of these like really important parts of the area and you can even get cool. fairly close to area 51. So there are three locations that where you can 
get close. So that's Gene Dry Lake, the town of Mercury, and then Mount Charleston. But I also saw that we wrote about a trail that goes up. um, I think it's like Mount uh, Tickaboo Peak. Tickaboo Peak Mm. Trail to where you can actually hike up the trail and you're not so much close to Area 51, but you can see into it from the elevation. So uh, I, I don't know. It's just one of those things where if you really wanted to hit a bunch of haunted spots in Nevada, you are set. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. You you can still visit that mining town. You can't go inside the mine um, mm-hmm. fair, but uh, <laughs> apparently right. people say that uh, the night of the anniversary of the fire, so it's April 7th, 1869. So on April 7th, uh, people come to the town and um, and that's when the most paranormal activity occurs. So, so would you visit this mining town? You know, just, I mean, your birthday's in April, right? Celebrate the birthday, go to the anniversary of a <laughs> mining town fire. That just sounds A+. plus. It does. Perfect celebration of <laughs> uh, my birthday is with ghosts. Um, you know what? I probably would. Here's why I would, which just I don't know how my brain works but um it it's not like a haunted room that I'm sleeping in it's not a haunted house it's a town so to me I feel like I can leave at any time um I'm not like confined within some sort of you know I don't so it's like a reverse it's a reverse like relationship of square footage to hauntings like the more you get the safer you feel Right. Okay. And it's more of, uh, you know, if these miners are walking around town in paranormal, you know, any sort of ghost form, um, I can just walk the other way. And <laughs> I feel like that. I love this logic. Like, okay, there are ghosts, but I can just run. <laughs> so what's the average speed of a ghost? Like, do we know the running speed? Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. I also would need to know if they're wearing their mining gear, which a lot of people say they see them in their mining gear. How heavy is that? So <laughs> It'd slow them you know, down a good bit. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. I would visit. Yeah. Would you visit? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I am obsessed with the, and I think we talked about this, this in the intro of the season, but just that sort of entropy of decaying buildings and how beautiful they are and for but it scratches an itch that I don't know what it is that I just want to see something from the past that has not stood up to the test of time and you can Mm. just imagine how it would have been to exist in that town so yes absolutely yeah I mean would I you know pitch a tent and stay in the middle of a ghost town without any like sort of protection or knowledge about the speed of running ghosts I don't think I would (laughs) (laughs) but I would want to visit I will say, though, um, when it comes to visiting places in Nevada, if you're not so much into the paranormal or if you are a little bit, you know, shy of ghosts and things like that, or being out in the middle of the desert where you can't see another life form or light or gas station for miles, if you if you go to Vegas, there's this amazing art installation by Meow Wolf, if you're familiar, um, that is Area 15. And it is just one of my favorite places in the entire country. Um, so basically Meow Wolf, uh, they have a bunch of like kind of bizarro art installations out West. And this is one where they have something inside called Omega Mart. And it is just, if you took Welcome to Night Vale and Stephen King and shoved them all together, it would be Omega Mart. It's just, it's wild. I love it so much. 
and at area or area 15 they also have um like some different like activities and art installations and bars and things like that but i would highly recommend if someone <clears throat> loves the weird stuff you're in vegas but you don't want to actually go try and find ufos it is an awesome place to visit yeah i didn't even know actually that existed until um Maybe it was a month or two ago. One of my high school friends, uh, he and his wife went through it and he was sending me all these videos and photos. I, I didn't is, even know what it was, but it looks so, so great. cool. And there yeah. are so many uh, like hidden paths you can take and like little passwords and there's a story. Um, I'm fairly certain we've covered it on Only in Your State too. So it's just, it's just a fun time. Um, so yeah, it's, and it's one of those things where, it, yeah, if you were a fan of X-Files or Twin Peaks or anything like that. I think you're just going to love that weird kind of stuff. That's cool. That's up my speed. Uh, I'll do yeah. more of that. Maybe less of the uh, haunted minds. Um, but, you know, you say you love ghost towns, too. Did you know that, it, and also I could be wrong, but this fun fact that Nevada has more ghost towns than actually inhabited towns. Really? Is that just a yeah. remnant of like the like the gold and mining rush and people that yeah that was what I would assume but I think that's really fascinating. Sometimes whenever I'm driving through places like Nevada and you're on a long stretch of highway, nothing else is around, and then you see that one farm off to the side, I just think like, wow, what is that life like? How do they get groceries? What happens if there's an emergency? Do you have to like chew off your own leg? Like, is oh it? My gosh. <laughs> It's one of those things where I don't, I'm not just sure how people adapt in that way. That's, it's just as scary to me, honestly, as, as a haunting, like not being yeah, able to I, get any help. My immediately, I think of Texas Chainsaw Massacre when I mm -hmm. see houses like that, especially ones that are kind of, you know, decaying out in the, you know, middle of nowhere. And uh, that in and of itself is terrifying because I mean, whew. I will uh, say on our final sort of, if we're going through Nevada and all the things that you can see, whether they're paranormal, haunted, ghost towns, which apparently it's chock full of ghost towns, um, <laughs> I would really want to go to the uh, um, some of the nuclear testing sites. So like the Trinity test mm. site. I know that there are some that they open up every so often. They let people go. But there's I think there's still radioactive um, like the half life of some of the things are just going to last outlast our generation. So my question is this, would you ever go to one of those knowing that there could be like remnants radiation or is it something to where you're just not interested in? Don't care. That's a really good question. Um, I, I'm not sure. I don't even think I've ever even thought about it. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't, what about you? Oh, absolutely. I, <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but maybe it's because I played like the Fallout games from such an early age, but I'm just mm. obsessed with that sort of Cold War, Blast from the Past, awesome movie, by the way, <laughs> um, uh, era, era of life to where it just seems like, I don't know, just like the the fear of radiation and, and the bombs dropping and things like that just created this strange sort of culture fascination. So yeah, absolutely, I would. <laughs> Wow, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I have to think about that. I'm gonna I'm probably gonna say no. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just I don't know. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's like worth the risk. Like, can I wear a suit, a hazmat suit? I mean, I doubt it. I mean, could, 
if you source your own, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) I would probably do that. Yeah. Just, you know, better to be safe than sorry, which could be like our next uh, logo for our podcast. Me in a hazmat suit and you just like (laughs) going for it. (laughs) Running from ghosts in a hazmat suit. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's that's great. You know, that could be a special series. Marissa heads to haunted ghost towns and haunted houses, just all kitted up in a hazmat suit and self-defense items. Oh, I, oh my god! I'd watch it. <laughs> yeah, I would. I don't even know if I'd make it through. I don't think oh. this little heart can uh, take all those uh, <laughs> scary things. But um. all right, so so Nevada, it's yes. Check out if however close you can to Area Fifty One. Go on the extraterrestrial highway. Got to stop by the yeah. little alien, <laughs> which mm. I just love the name. Uh, and then what was it? Gold Gold Hill Ghost Town. Is that Gold Hill? Yes. And Gold then, Hill. Yep. Yellow Jacket Mine. Then Hoover Dam. Area 15 mm. in Vegas to relax and get adjusted back to normalcy maybe a little bit. And then you're done. <laughs> Epic road trip. That does sound really good. Maybe we should make that. I mean... But yeah, Only In Your State has so many great creepy road trips. And for anybody that hasn't been to OnlyInYourState.com, I highly suggest going to the website using the little magnifying glass icon in the top right. And if you're in Nevada, you can literally just search creepy things Nevada and a ton of our content will pop up in the archives. So you can just filter through the urban legends, the folklore, the road trips, it, it, any state. You can search any state, and there is a plethora of information. Oh, um, and it's fun to read. It's, it's great. I, I cannot tell you how many themed road trips we have on this site, which is just yeah. the best. You know, if you want to string together a few things to do, and especially if it's creepy, like you said, in Nevada, you will have a month's worth of an, of an itinerary. I don't think you could ever run out of things. And so next week, I think we're talking about Florida. Ooh, is it? I'm not mistaken. Yes. Which to me, no surprise, Florida has a ton of creepy stuff going on. A ton of really scary things. uh, You know, like creepy creatures. I don't know if anybody's familiar with the skunk ape. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. There's a devil's chair. There's, I mean, there's, yeah, there's a lot. So this is going to be fun. Isn't the skunk ape pretty much a copy paste of like all, I mean, I feel like Yeti, Bigfoot, skunk ape, Momo, like all of these different monsters are basically. Yeah, pretty much. They all look the same. I mean, but I've never seen one, but we could talk about that next week. Oh, I'm excited. If you're up for an audio adventure, We will be exploring local lores and legends in the U.S. on Season 2 of Not Your Average Bucket List, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. So make sure to like, subscribe, and join us. Only in Your State is an award-winning travel publisher that uncovers hidden gems and local favorites across the U.S. We have a presence in all 50 states with a passionate following of fellow travelers looking to get out and explore. Head on over to OnlyInYourState.com to find the best attractions in your backyard and beyond.